everybody we are back it is evening tea time and we're on the last tea time of october 2023 that's right we're jumping into november next week i can't believe that we've already gotten to to the end of october i have the incredible nancy soul she is in the back and we were giggling and laughing and getting carried away so that's why we're a couple seconds a little late tonight because we were just having a good old time back there so that just goes to show you how much we're going to enjoy tonight she is the author. She's a vocalist. She's a speaker. She's a ship musician coach. She is an, an amazing, amazing lady. I am so excited because I put it out there about four months ago. I want to know how it is to work on a ship. And I wanted to always work on the cruise ships when I was a little girl. And then all of a sudden, Nancy pops in my submissions and she's like, hey, I'd like to be a guest. Well, guess what? I was right away, I was like, yes, absolutely, we're going to do this and we're going to have some fun. So let's get the disclaimer out there. Let's get a little bit on Nancy on her bio. I know I'm going to get Nancy in here and we're going to spill a good strong TEA tonight and we're going to have some fun. We're going to go in the sea. That's right. We're going to do a little, little mermaid under the sea <laughs> disclaimer for miss liz's tea time live show miss liz myself is going live using Streamyard. before leaving a comment please grant Streamyard permission to see your name at streamyard.com please be advised that the content brought forward for any tea time show hosted by myself miss liz is always brought forward in good faith however may bring forth dialogues and opinions that are not representative of my platform the facts and information are perceived to be accurate at the giving time of airing all tea time guests and audience participants are responsible for using their good judgment in taking any action that may relate to the discussion. The content brought forward may include discussions to some, for some where they may be emotionally at risk. It is significant to know that this show is engaging in discussion forums only to offer and inspire awareness and connection and is not providing therapeutical advice. If you have any questions about the disclaimer or the panelist list, discussion, you may freely contact me, Miss Liz, through my email at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. Moving forward, should you choose to voluntarily participate in tonight's show in any aspect, I myself, Miss Liz, welcomes you. And should you decide that the show is not made for you at this time, I respect those wishes and will see you at a later show at a later date and time. 
And again, all tea times this year in 2023 are done on Thursday, 10, 3, and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays. And if it's not a Thursday, it's a surprise guest or a rescheduled tea time on a Monday or Tuesday. Because that's just how Miss Liz works over here. We just keep popping these teas out like, like a good old tea party. So now a little bit on my guest. Nancy Soul found herself divorced over 50 years of age, without a home and ready for a new direction in life. After being a fashion college teacher for 18 years, her sideline of singing with bands at night provided an opportunity of a lifetime. Hired to be part of a trio on cruise ships for her adversity soon became the blessing she was free to travel. Now Passion is her middle name and centers on three things, music, travel, and helping others experience the joy of both. After many years in cover bands, she wrapped that passion around the creativity of jazz. Now she takes that autism and shares the benefits of this life with other musicians. As an author, her new book, Work at Sea, See the World, and insider secrets to the working life on a cruise ship provided 220 pages of intimate details of ship life. It is the foundation of her upcoming interactive online course, Notes That Float, which we'll be talking about tonight. The course shares stories and outlines the opportunity for a wild variety of musicians to play, experience many nationalities, and get paid for it. The benefits of international communication, teamwork, diversity, and tolerance all contribute to making the world a better place for everyone. If only countries could get along as well as crew members do. Although she has traveled the world, she is a native of Seattle, Washington. Turquoise color is her favorite color, which we'll be talking about tonight, uh, which is particularly appropriate for her life surrounding the ocean. She can be found on all social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, inter Instagram at nancy.soul1. And we're going to get Nancy in here. And I wanted to read her full bio because I want you guys to get the full effect of who Nancy is. And if you'd like to see, she also has uh, a gift that we're going to talk about as well. I'm going to talk about that. But I want to get her in here and I want to get some tea down my throat because I'm getting a little dry. <laughs> welcome nancy oh thank you liz oh my gosh what an intro <laughs> oh my goodness she's muted how come i can't hear you oh dear oh there you are i can hear you oh good oh good <laughs> yes i'm i'm live on this end i hope so <laughs> she went under the water for a minute <laughs> i was floating around <laughs> <laughs> so nancy i'm gonna start off how i started off all the time who are you as a little girl and who are you now? Oh my gosh. Well, I think I started singing when I was probably less than five. Um, I remember driving everybody crazy in the car, you know, having this singing nauseum. I wouldn't shut up, you know? <laughs> and uh, probably one of my favorite songs was uh, this little song called Buzzard. I looked it up, it's it's a country Western song, but I think it was Tex, Tex Ritter. I don't remember who who was it did it, but it was you know 
Stop your flapping overhead, because I'm telling you, boy, that I ain't dead, Mr. B. Wizard is the day, y'all, D. Buzzard. And I just kept saying that. Oh, it drive everybody crazy. So <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up now, because you got me all buzzard over here. <laughs> I know. It's still in my head. I just, I can't let, you know, from my, when I was five, honestly. So music has always been a really big part of part of my life. So that's, that's what led me to where I am. So, Nancy, you said since the age of five. So did you go into choirs? Did you sing by yourself? Did you get into music competitions? Everything. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, I was, you know, I was just singing with the hairbrush, you know, in front of the mirror. Um, I got into high school musicals, did a lot of that. You know, um, let's see. Uh, music Man and another little Amish, an Amish musical <laughs> called Plain and Fancy um just all sorts of you know crazy things like that and then it came time to go to college and i grew up in seattle and it rains you know all the time and somebody said you know there's a place you can go where the sun comes out every day and i went oh my gosh sign me up so you know i had to go and i'm seeing on the theater i gotta go to hollywood you know <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? That was my favorite line from Pretty Woman. So I had to go to Hollywood. So I went to LA and, you know, lived in that crazy traffic for a long time and bounced back and forth between the South and the North and finally ended up there for about 25 years, came North, went back South, back and forth, back and forth until I got this job on a ship and went, Oh my God! Who knew they so how did you just get a job on a ship? That's what got me really dry. I was like, how did you get this? Like, hello, did somebody knock on your door and say, do you want to go on a ship? <laughs> well, I had been on one. Um, I, I'd never really been on a cruise until I met my husband. And he introduced me to the whole concept. He's since passed away. But um, it was it was just so much fun. And I had just kind of gotten started with singing with bands. And I had the guts to ask him if I could sit in with the band. And they said, yes. I went, Oh, so it totally blew me away because I just still remember somewhere, somewhere I have a picture of that because <laughs> somebody took a picture of me doing that. And I, I wish I could find it because it was, I still have the outfit though. <laughs> I remember that. So it was just so much fun. And so, you know, I, I got the, did the marriage thing. I did help in the, you know, husband's business and that stuff. And it just, it just, it wasn't me. And all the teaching, okay, after 18 years of teaching fashion design and costuming, I said, okay, that's kind of enough. I'm ready for a change. So uh, I had been doing these bands at night, like you mentioned, and I found some guys online who were looking for a singer to replace the girl they had for their trio. And they called me up and said, we want you in the band. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, that was, and I've been doing it ever since. That was 2011, and I have not stopped sailing. You know, I'm I'm not playing with a band as much anymore. Now I'm I'm kind of um, uh, sitting in when I can. I'm doing wardrobe, so I've combined my theater and costuming with the ships. So I'm doing the costumes for the theater now, but I still sit in with the bands when I can. So, but it was just such an incredible experience to be able to get paid to travel the world. I would save all my Condé Nast magazines under the bed when I was a kid and looking at these pictures of, you know, Tahiti and Bora Bora. I was like, wow, my first contract. I flew to Honolulu. They 
they flew me to Honolulu, Honolulu and we sailed down through Tahiti, Morea, Bora Bora, Auckland, Sydney, went all the way around Australia, went to Bali, went to Tasmania. It's like, oh, who knew this? Was and you get paid for it, like, and, and you get a paycheck. <laughs> oh God, man, I had no overhead. You know, I wasn't paying for anything other than what I wanted to pay for. You know, on on shore, I was allowed to do some of the excursions as a crew member, where you could go as an escort. You know, so you're the liaison with, between the ship and the and the tour company and that sort of thing. So I got to go to all sorts of cool places. It was just so I decided with this book that somebody needed to know about this. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people need to know about this. Like I was like, uh, yeah, like, hello, me. <laughs> it's not for everybody. There are, granted, there are some downsides. And, you know, I, I kind of go into those in the book because you got to be aware of the time commitment and the distance. And, you know, you're kind of disconnected, you know, for a while. But technology has helped that a lot by having, you know, used to we just had kind of have Facebook, you know, or we had FaceTime. And, yeah. But, you know, now we have a lot more things to be able to stay connected and, and Wi-Fi is available and, you know, we've gotten some Starlink so their connections are better. It's getting there, but it's, you know, but still, so, it's just so damn much fun. <laughs> so are you working on one cruise line? Uh, At the moment, yes. I've been, I, when I was with the band, we did both Royal Caribbean and also uh, Norwegian. Oh, and the, the guys that I played with had already been doing this for all 10, 15 years before I joined them. So they had done all the other lines and they just decided they liked Royal the best. So I kind of went with that because that was where they were going to go. So I, I've always wanted to take the Norwegian cruise because I have Norway in my in my her heritage. That's where my great grandparents come from and my grandma comes from. And I'm always like, I want to know about Norway. And I've heard so much about their cruises as well. The, yeah the travel and everything yeah so out of all of the cruises that you've done in all the years that you've done this nancy yeah. what was your favorite and what was the most memorable one? Oh gosh there it's just so hard to even start probably one of the most memorable is um venice it's just it's such a precarious city i mean it's it's amazing that it's lasted for the centuries that it has but it's it's still sinking you know, it's just really sad to see these massive mosaics that end up underwater when the tide comes in, you know, in the lobbies of the Basilica and things like that. And you can easily get lost in there. I understand. I took a little class trying to learn a little Italian before I went. And I understand now why they teach you immediately how to say, Dove la Piazza San Marco? Which oh, my goodness. What did you just say? <laughs> means, where's the piazza? Where's the plaza? You know, the big one with the tower and the one you see in all the pictures. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and and because the signs there are so obscure, the arrows go to places you, am I going over there? Or <laughs> it just like kind of goes this way, but it's, it, the street doesn't match. It's just very strange. But I can see why every time you turn a corner, you have to ask again, Dove la Piazza San Marco, where is the plaza? I'm lost again. <laughs> So how many languages do you talk? You end up back where you started. So. <laughs> so Nancy, with all the travel you've done, how many languages do you speak? Ooh, well, I'm dabbling a little. You know, I, I try to learn a little bit before I go. I'm trying really hard to learn Spanish because I can't seem to get into a, a taxi in Miami without being able to speak to the taxi driver because they all Espanol. 
So I'm working on that one. Um, at one point, I tried to learn Chinese because the band the band had been playing for a while, and they had just launched this ships going into Asia. And we were at the time we were playing like ballroom stuff and um, you know dance music, not not you know party band stuff, but ballroom kind of things and jazz and classic stuff. And so I said, well, why don't you just put us on that ship? That'd be great. And they came back and said, no, 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 you have to speak Chinese. You have to, um, you know, speak a little bit Chinese. And I thought, well, I can do that. You know, <laughs> I dive into everything, you know, 120%. And she so dives in. Get it, guys? She dives in. <laughs> so I got just as far as saying, you know, excuse me, um, you speak English. I don't speak Chinese, which is doi ba chi. Something like that, <laughs> which is just like, that's all I learned. I got as far as I don't speak Chinese. I don't do speak English and said, okay, that's enough. My goodness. That's, a, that's enough to get you, uh, get you somewhere. Like, <laughs> dive, dive you a little in, bit like... of French, you know, growing up in you know South Canada <laughs> in, in Washington. I, you know, had to grow up learning French. So I've got a little French, a little Spanish, a smattering of Italian. Mostly what I've learned is from songs because I, we would, when we played in the Mediterranean, we would have lots of different cultures on board. And so I would pick up songs of different places and I'd wander around a little bit first and see who's saying what and get a feel for what kind of people are in the room. And if you get somebody who's Italian and you pop out with an Italian song or something in Portuguese, then they just light up and say, whoa, whoa, look at that. It's not all English. <laughs> yes, we do know something besides. So that that served me along. So I a little smattering, little Portuguese, little Spanish, little French, little very, very little Chinese, but the little bits wherever I can. So Nancy, we have a question here. What are the protocols to get to work on a ship? Like I'm guessing like visa or or stuff like that, right? Okay. It depends a lot on what your country of origin is. If you are, it's because it's pretty much open to anybody in the world. And it's so what that's what's so cool about it, because you meet people from all over. But um, a lot of it, we'd have to check the government based on where you live, as far as what the access is, would be. The primary qualifications, really, you have to speak English, at least be fluent enough that you understand what's going on, because that's a safety consideration because it's the international maritime regulation of a language so that every all the seafarers can communicate from different countries so you kind of have to have some good english you have to be pretty physically fit because really you're hired as a rescue worker oh it doesn't really count what your job is i mean that's kind that's good i mean it's really important but it's very much secondary so being a rescue worker because you're hired to be able to get anybody off the ship if you have to if there's an emergency you have to be physically fit in order to carry out whatever emergency duties you've been assigned so those are the those are the primary things so what's the pros and cons well pro, well the cons are chances are you're probably gonna have to share a cabin with somebody you don't know this could be interesting it's generally same sex of whoever you are I mean, I was the odd man out with my trio so that my guys would share a cabin and they always put me in with somebody else in the entertainment department. Although once I was in with the accountant <laughs> or I've been in with one of the girls from the kids club, um, things like that. And I mean, I was the 
I was the extra. So I always had interesting roommates. But, you know, you're not there all that long. You're not in the cabin all that long. You're out working, doing your thing. So it's, it's, it's a great way to get acquainted with people. I rather enjoyed it because you've got, I've had Polish roommates and Ukrainian roommates and Russian roommates and just people from Romanians, uh, um, Jamaicans, <laughs> you know, it just depends on who it is. So well, and they, they, they it gives you that diversity, right? The, the diversity yeah. of meeting people and that. Yeah, that's that. Then that's a joy of it. I mean, there have, have been times when I've had my own cabin for a while, and it gets really boring and really kind of isolating. So it's kind of fun having somebody to hang with. You know, you always got the crew bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the people that have never taken a cruise, what do you recommend them to? check out if they're booking a cruise it's a good idea if you're thinking even if if you're thinking about going on one as a potential hire it's good to go on one just to be able to see what your that job would be it helps you get a little better perspective on uh, the environment and the situation and the responsibilities that sort of thing so just pick something that's close where you are hopefully if there's a port nearby that's always the best thing you know, we generally sail out of pretty much any uh, anything out of South Florida on either side, Tampa, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, um, or there are several in the Northeast, in uh, Bayonne in New Jersey, um, Galveston in Texas, couple of LA in the South, Seattle here in the summertime to go, oh, which is going to Alaska is a fabulous trip. That's wonderful. So it depends on where you live and and how long you want to be gone you can do like two or three day things out of la that just go over to ensenada or catalina just to get a feel for what's going on on board that'll give you a chance to talk to people that are doing the job maybe you're interested in and get a feel for whether or not you can stand being you know on the ocean for a while well and there's also the seasickness right like you have to see if you can handle it it, it's not as much a problem anymore just because there are so many technology apparatus apparatus <laughs> that they can project what's they know what's coming and they will just either skip a port or change the ports or, or go someplace else if there's a storm coming they don't mess with it they're going to go somewhere else you know more some country companies may be better than others but they're they're really well aware of what's going on out there and they don't want anybody uncomfortable. They can help it. So, you know, if it, you're really kind of stuck in a situation, you have to, you know, there's Gramamine and there's there's ginger and green apples and things like that that, that help. But it's, most of the ships stay pretty close to um, a coastline unless it's doing, a, you know, transatlantic or transpacific, something like that where you're out there for a long time that would be the only one that would be a, a problem. We don't go around the, the, the horn in Africa, really, um, or South America either. So yeah, you just pick the pick the route that feels the most comfortable for you. So Nancy, what's the longest contract on the sea? Ooh, well, it could be generally 11 months would be Ooh. probably the max. And generally, most of them for 
typically musicians are about four months. Um, if the orchestra musicians are sometimes often for nine are on board for nine months. So it depends on what the contract is. There are some musicians who are just what they call um, replacements, you know, okay. where somebody okay. was coming, was coming to play saxophone and he couldn't get his medical cleared in time. And so somebody had to come in and just fill in for a couple of weeks who's already been approved, who's already even worked for the company. They can just chop on for a couple of weeks, fill in while they're waiting for the other guy to show up to do his long one. So that's part of the deal with that. So Nancy, you mentioned about being a fa fashion teacher. So you do like a costumes for the entertainment. Is that like for the lounge singers and all of that that you create the? No, the, the costumes I do are for the theater. So oh, they okay. have massive production shows that are West End, Broadway, um, some of the company productions, Royal Caribbean productions that are very elaborate with massive costumes and lots of feathers and sequins and, you know, really fabulous costumes. I got to put myself a cruise. That's <laughs> just so damn much fun. You know, and every time we get a new cast, we got to get the new people in the new end of the costume. So, because the costumes are pretty much set for that show and they, li they live on board. So the people come and go. So we got to make them fit, which so, is kind of a challenge sometimes because some of these people are not really the same size as the costumes. <laughs> so in your in your book that you wrote, uh, "Work at Sea, See the World: uh, An Insider Cruise in the Cruise Ship," mm -hmm. what what kind of giveaways do you give away? We're just going to give little tidbits because we want people to go buy the book. But <laughs> what little tidbits will engage them to go and grab a copy? Oh, I think. The, the coolest thing about it is just the adventure of it all. That the fact that uh, you can do what you do and you have the skills to do it, whether you're in tech or whether you're um, in entertainment or whether you're, as an, you're an accountant. <laughs> you know, if you want to go to sea, you can do it. So having that op option to be able to, to wake up in a different country every day is just, just so cool. <laughs> To me, that's the advantage. I, I, just, I think I it's can't cool, comprehend man. having a day job that, that doesn't move anymore. Staying put is just seems so. I, I drove by a um, a little tailor shop today on the outside, and this poor little man just sitting there sewing in his little machine. I think, oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> he has to go sit in that one little box every day. It's like, oh, you know, I, I sew, but I get to go outside to the beaches of the Caribbean or I go see the monuments in, in Europe and. I've, and you get uh, paid for it. Like that's the best part. <laughs> and I don't you get to see the world and get paid for it. Come on. That's the best job out there. Right. You, you, I think you get so. to travel. See, yeah, you know, I just, I, I've gotten so addicted to traveling. You know, I just, my suitcases are packed all the time because I never know when I'm going to be called up to go out. So. In fact, a couple of years ago, I had just gotten back from Alaska, just gotten in the house, finding, you know, got some good Wi-Fi, was checking out what my emails were going. I had a notes from the boss that said, oh, can you go to go to uh, Rome tomorrow? Okay. Put in the ones for Italy and, and I couldn't get, I live on an island, so I couldn't get to the flight that he booked for me at six in the morning from here so i literally had to repack get back on a cab go back to the airport and stay in a hotel in the airport so i can get that flight in the first thing in the morning so it's it kind of crazy 
So right. sometimes they just ring you up and say, can you, can you go here? Can you go there? Yeah, sometimes they do. Cause we need in the theater, there are replacements as well as like, as just like with the musicians, if there's somebody needs a dancer has gone home for whatever reason, and they send in another one, he's got to get refit. So somebody has got to go take care of that. So I'll do See, it. that's an awesome job. Like for all the viewers and listeners out there, like what other job can you get paid for and travel and enjoy the sea? You know, I'm signing. I, I, I'm so excited. Like, I'm like, I'm going to take tea time on the water. Like, come on. Let, let's go to the sea with tea time. Let's see what we can do. I want to on a cruise? I have never been on a cruise. I, I, and I am so looking forward to doing one. I'm turning 50 in May. And I think that's what I might be doing for my birthday is taking a cruise and just Good enjoying idea. myself. It's so cool because you can either do everything or do nothing. It's totally your choice. You know, you can you settle into your little comfy little cabin and empty your suitcase into your tiny little closet and your hotel moves. You don't have to jump from cabs to hotels to packing and unpacking and packing and unpacking. Where am I going to eat? And ooh, how do I speak the language? And if I supposed to tip here, I don't know that sort of stuff. <laughs> So how do you know when to tip and what not when to tip? Yeah. <laughs> you just Stay on tip. board. You don't have to tip at all. <laughs> Comes up at the end. If you want to, that's that's cool. <laughs> I want to get into the jazz music because we also had James this morning and he's uh, he plays the saxophone. But I want to get into how do you get your jazz out? Through music, singing, instruments? Yeah. I'm a vocalist. I mean, I was a pianist um, for a long time, and I realized that just uh, the, the singing is what I love doing and it's what I'm best at, I think, at the moment. So it's just I, I, the jazz was so freeing because, as I said, I've, I've spent so many years being a, in a cover band, having to be Tina Turner and Michael Jack Michael Jacks. I had to I had to be Michael Jacks. I had to be James <laughs> Brown. Ow! You know, it's like. Come on, really? So the jazz just gives you a chance because most people know basically these songs to be able to turn them around into something more creative with them that's very original. Nobody is going to do it just like you because you're just you're improvising sometimes, and you're playing with people who are equally proficient in their instruments, whether bass or piano or or drums or whatever, and it's just it's it's just so much fun. So what's your favorite jazz song? Oh, oh my gosh, there's so many. Probably the one that comes to mind, just fly me to the moon. It's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> if I had to sit in immediately. Okay. That was Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin? Mm -hmm. Frank. Frank. Yeah. I knew it was one of them. I was just like, I got to go back to the old song. Like, oh, Frank, Ella, um, Peggy, Carmen. You know, these are the guys. You know, if you know those names, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your jazz that's your jam so there aren't as many jazz opportunities on ships anymore i gotta say uh oh. they've gotten more uh focused on party bands because the ships generally kind of are heading toward trying to get the millennials you know and they're more into the the gagas and the you know the bruno stuff and so they're trying to get the party band to do more of the old stuff little bit smattering in here and there so that's kind of why i segued into the costuming because they weren't as intense on the jazz and really that's what i love doing 
There are a few ships that do. The big ones, at least with Royal, there are four of the big Oasis class ships that do still have a jazz club. So, and it's usually a quartet. So I'm, I'm heading out to one of those in a few weeks. And oh, uh, I have every intention of cozying up to the, the singer and say, can I sit in? Can I sit in? <laughs> usually they let me, which is really cool. Because, you know, once you've done one, they go, oh, okay. All right. She's got some shots. She's okay. <laughs> so you're a vocalist, Nancy. So give us give us a two-minute out of just out of the out of out of the water just give me something for two minutes that comes to mind oh, any I'll type you, of song oh i'll give you fly me just because it's on the top of my head now there you go <laughs> okay fly me to the moon let me play among the stars let me see what spring is like on jupiter and mars in other words hold my hand in other words, oh, darling, kiss me. How's that? I love it. I love when my guests just go boom into it. You know, because <laughs> this is what it is. Tea time is all over the place. It just makes a big old mess and we just flow it in a different way for each guest. And sometimes when they can sing and they can play music, I'm like, get your guitar out, you know, sing me a song, play the saxophone, you know. Uh, play the clarinet if you got it. Like I, I just like to bring the different flow of tea to the table. So Nancy, now I'm going to ask you, what is your tea? If I give you T-E-A, what three words or four words are you giving me? Oh my gosh. Well, music has to be the top one because honestly, it has so many benefits. I mean, it, it, it's, there's so many studies of how it affects everyone psychologically, physically, um, the advantages mentally uh, for acuity and memory and uh, coordination. It's just, I mean, I can go on and on. There's just so many ways it's, that it's powerful, even for, for the people who are listening as well. I mean, it keeps them um, well engaged. I know there've been so many studies proved about people with Alzheimer's and things that, that really can't even remember their own name. And yet you mentioned a song, they will sing all the lyrics. It's like, okay yeah still you're still in there it's all good yeah yeah so music is probably one of the best i'd say the second it has to be adventure because traveling and doing the fun things that i get to do is just i life is too short to stay home and just do the same thing over and over and over every day i do the same thing over and over but at least i get to go see it i get to do it someplace else so that's kind of fun so those would be the two. And then probably the third would be connection. Because on the ship, because we have so many languages and so many cultures that are involved, it just seems to me that that is the way to, to get some peace back in the world. I mean, our Ukrainians get really get along well with the Russians on board. We have lots of skaters. We have ice skaters on a cruise ship. How crazy is that? I know. We have high divers. We have, you know, all sorts of, you know, uh, tango dancers and just incredibly creative people. And to have so many countries in such a small space that all get along. Now, granted, it is kind of a military hierarchy, I got to say. So as far as you were talking about the downsides, yes, you've got to follow the protocols of who's in charge. And, you know, you got to play by the rules. You can't, yeah. you can't be having any drugs on board. 
So that's kind of a disqualification right there. If you're kind of, you know, connected with that sort of thing, that would not go well. They'd be putting you off in the first port they can do. So um, just having that, that connection and communication and having the way to connect with so many friends in different countries and communicate with people is just so valuable. I mean, if we, if we all talked a little better, maybe we wouldn't be fighting with each other. Because I just, I don't understand the whole war thing. That's just, it, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. But the yeah, ships have been really good I'm about like, Everybody just get along. Like, come on, let's all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Like, come on. We teach the world to sing. Yeah. yeah. Remember, Michael? That was a good Yeah, for sure. Because honestly, right. the ships have been great. Because a lot of, we have a lot of people who are Russian, who are Ukrainian, um, who are Israeli, that can go home. Because everything's in turmoil and so you know they're musicians they don't want to go home and fight they want to stay and keep making money and keep playing and doing what they love and so you know i i had that opportunity actually one of the ships um, when the war had just broken out well, there was a party band that was ukrainian and the girl singer just kind of freaked out when the when the war broke out because she thought i gotta go home i gotta take care of my daughter you know grandma's taking care of her i just you know i gotta go so the music director was somebody who had, was the same one that I had on my first, my first contract. So I'm there on board doing costumes. And so he came to me and said, Nancy, can you hook me up? I need a singer. Say, oh, come on, twist my arm. Okay, <laughs> we can make this happen. So I spent, you know, a couple of weeks just singing with the party band at night and I do my sewing in the daytime and then I go back and pay, play again with the party band. It's like, yay. This was way cool. I still got some jobs. That's okay. I had to learn a few new songs. That was okay. Now, which is also interesting. We were we were sailing out of Galveston in Texas. So here, the poor Ukrainian band had to be responsive to their audience. So they had had to learn, you know, achy, breaky heart. And oh. all my exes live in Texas. And, you know, God bless Texas. All those fun songs that are very, very country. <laughs> So, okay, we're we're a band from another country, but we can do it. So they learned how to do it. It, it all came out okay. Achy breaky hard. That's like in the eighties, right? Oh yeah. But hey, it's it's popular. You know, it's things. That's that's kind of the thing with with musicians. They have to be aware of what the repertoire is for the people where you're going. So that's why I was doing what I was doing with mine because we were. We were playing in Europe. And we have a lot of different cultures, so I had to learn songs from different different countries to, you know, make it appealing and make it what they want to listen to. Because so it's not not all about me. <laughs> it's about them, and that's so. Nancy, I want to get your fourth word because I know that you have four words. Oh, fourth word. Well, the fourth word is is the passion, because I just I am so. I am so passionate about just what I do and um, sharing the joy of the music and the and the connection with people. See, and the fourth word takes you actually into the word that I asked you to give me a word that describes you. And you said passionate. And here's the passion. So why passionate? Uh, well, as you can tell, I'm a little enthusiastic. <laughs> And I love it. I love it. <laughs> I am not a wallflower. 
<laughs> and when I get excited about something, I just want to share it because yeah. it's why not? So that's I just get excited about it. Now, life's too short to sit and be all serious all the time. I think so too. <laughs> so I want to go into your color now. You yeah. gave me turquoise blue. And all the viewers out there that can see the video, not the audio guys, because you can't see us. No. You, you'll see that we're wearing turquoise. We're seeing the, we're wearing blue colors. We're wearing the sea here tonight. <laughs> so I want to get a little bit into that sea. Why that color? I know it's the water and the sea and all that, but a little deeper. Let's well, let's go a little deeper in the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, deep. Oh, that was good. Well, I gotta tell you, there are so many colors in the ocean. You just think, oh, ocean's blue. But no, I mean, there are places where it is so turquoise and so clear, you can see right through it. There are other places where it's kind of more the color you're wearing, which is more of a royal blue that's that's deeper. And it just, it just amazes. You look at it, you can't believe your eyes sometimes. It's just so incredibly beautiful and so, so much variety. It's amazing. And the stuff in there, you know, there's fish in there. It's, really creepy things <laughs> but, you know there are orchids you just don't know what to see. i've seen so much in the ocean i mean the the sea lions and the otters and um the orcas and the gray whales and um sperm whales and just so many so many things it just the it just in the, the birds oh my gosh albatross and seagulls seagulls are different in every country it's amazing oh really <laughs> yeah I mean, some of them are, are more gray. Some of them have like dark tips on their wings. Uh, they're just, they're, yeah, there's a variety. It's, ama it's amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm learning about seagulls now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, another reason why Miss Liz wants to go and take her cruise. <laughs> she wants to see the birds. See I the birds. birds. Oh, yeah. Feed the birds. See the birds. Uh, <laughs> I, want to, I want to get into notes that float. Tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about that. Okay. Well, since I discovered this opportunity, <laughs> I was not the only one, obviously, because it's been going on for years and years. But it's always been such a secret of how to get this job. And so I originally, I, the book was going to be targeted toward the musicians until I approached a publisher and they went, yeah, way too small a niche. You know, it's like, you don't realize how many people there are like 900 that have to be hired all the time to be doing this job. It's crazy, but okay, fine. Everybody has to go through the same training, packing up your house to be gone for so many months at a time. Um, what do you do with your car? What do you do with your roommate? Um, how do you, how do you manage your money? Um, you know, what are the things you need to know? So, okay. Everybody has to go through that and the trainings because you learn all this, all this emergency trainings, fire safety and, and medical and da 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 da. So, Okay, I'll explain all of that, make that the book. And the more I realized it afterwards, I thought, writing a book for musicians was just stupid. <laughs> musicians don't want to read a book. They need somebody to tell them what's going on and show them how it's going to work and do a video and that sort of stuff. So I am in the process of just launching my new program called Notes That Float. And I kind of promised it in the book thinking I was going to do a book and thought, no, that's a silly idea. <laughs> So Notes and Float is now becoming an online course, and I'm going to go through what the requirements are for anybody who's interested in playing their music on a ship of what has to be done, you know, what they have to do to make that happen, you know, and who they can, can get connected with 
to, you know, get through the process. So, oh, well, look at that. And, and if you notice at the end of your video, your one minute video that I created, I have the little sticky notes and I just realized that you're, you have notes, notes that flow here. I'm just like, oh my goodness. I was wondering where the sticky notes came from when I was doing the video. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if anybody is interested in the least bit of just have questions or just want me to answer things for them, I'm happy to do so. You just send a note, send an email to notes that float program at gmail and i am all over it be happy to answer any questions and you know get you more information as the course is being developed to get you involved so i mean it's just it's such an amazing opportunity to be able to be paid to do what you love and travel the world it's like okay i help you we all need a little help right and we all could take a nice cruise like who doesn't want to take a cruise <laughs> We all need a little help from our friends, as you know. Right? Somebody said that once. <laughs> Who sings that song? <laughs> oh, come on, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't. Oh, it's the Beatles. Oh, that's. <laughs> come on. Elizabeth. <laughs> You're not one of those people who actually don't realize that there was a band before Wings that Paul McCartney was involved with, right? <laughs> really? Mm. <laughs> who? Yeah. The who band? No. <laughs> not, not the who yeah. band. Elizabeth, that's another group. <laughs> don't get me started on musicians. I get no duty. <laughs> I don't always remember who actually wrote them or who performed them, but I can give you lyrics of practically anything. <laughs> I'm like all over. I'm like trying to, oh, no, this, no, this artist, no, no, this artist. It's on the tip of my tongue. I, oh, I can't get it. Oh, oh. the Beatles are the are the foundation for practically everything these days. They're just, it's, it, they're, they were so phenomenal. And I'm so, so grateful some of them are still here. You're yeah. saying the Beatles, you know who I'm thinking of, Nancy? Hmm. I'm thinking I'm thinking of the Beach Boys. Oh. <laughs> well, that was, that was another competition between the two. Honestly, they they bounced off each other. I know the Beach Boys were looking at Sgt. Pepper going, damn, how did they do that? And they came up with some stuff. And then the Beatles would look at look at the stuff that Pet Sounds that, that the Beach Boys were doing and go, wow, that was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's the kind of that's the kind of music you want on a cruise, right? You want to have that up jog. You want to move around. You want yeah. to have the excitement. Yeah, and having the things that people know. They want to hear what they know. So that's kind of tough to do if it's just a band that likes to just do their own original stuff. You can smatter them in here and there and try to get you know people familiar with it, but really they want to hear what they know. Yeah. So kind of changes your repertoire choices. Well, look, we're doing Achy Breaky Heart. That's in the 80s, and that's a good beat. Like, don't get me wrong. That is a good song. Like, if you want to get moving and you want to jive, you know, we're going to start doing dancing and waving over here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to Achy Breaky Heart when we're done this. <laughs> so, Nancy, what was one of your favorite moments? not working on the cruise but actually just enjoying have you ever like taken a trip not working just take a trip oh 
Uh, I can't remember the last time. I so it's all been working. <laughs> it's all been working play. <laughs> Honestly, because it's kind of one and the same. I mean, I did, I did a dry dock, which was interesting, but everybody, about every five years, the ships go into a dry dock so that they can do maintenance on propeller systems, what they call the acipods, you know, which are the propeller bits in the back, um, doing refurbishment, maybe upgrading a restaurant, doing some interior stuff, things like that. Um, and so I did one in Cadiz in Spain, which was absolutely awesome because we were docked, we're out of the water, we're not going anywhere, so we can go out and enjoy the town. So we're going out for dinner every night. It was wonderful. And this, the food there was incredibly fantastic and inexpensive and you really got to you got to learn a little you got to use my spanish a little bit that was fun so that was what got me more motivated so okay i gotta learn i gotta be able to be more fluent about it but yeah that that was that was really fun but again okay it was work but it was fun <laughs> i don't have to pay for my own vacations anymore <laughs> Right, she gets to work and gets paid for it, and gets to enjoy for my the vacation. World. Yeah, well, we'll work for food. That's what I do. You know, guys on the street, like, yeah, I'll work for food. What oh, I well, do. you mentioned food. So, what, what, what's your favorite food on the ship? Ooh, well, I'm not sure favorite would be the choice word. <laughs> um, there's a lot of it. The thing is, it's on a rotation. So depending on what ship you're on and how long the cruises are, you know, if you're on, it's like a three and four day thing. Okay, Monday's going to be this, Tuesday's going to be Italian, Wednesday's going to be steak. It's like, okay, we can count on what, you know, the, the regular stuff because they're buying masses of produce and, and meat and things from all over these places and that have to go through strict, strict, um regulations to be approved to be able to be used on the ship that sort of thing and nobody wants to get you know food poisoning or anything they're very strict about how they take care of everything so um it's just it's it's a lot of it but it is fairly redundant but you know the specialty restaurants are wonderful you know because you know really good steaks and that sort of thing if you're vegan it's kind of a tough gig gotta say but if you like you like indian food lots of indian food Oh, yeah. Well, they like to reflect who their guests are. You know, they want to provide what the people want that are on board. We seem to have a lot of East Indian guests on board. So there's always an Indian bar. There's always a salad bar. Um, there's always chicken and fish and, you know, burgers and hot dogs and, you know, all the kid food all the time. So. So we have a question here for you, Nancy. What's the size? How big is the cruise ship, and how much does it hold? How many people does it hold? Ooh, my gosh. Well, it depends on how big it is. There is a whole range. They can go from small small ones that are just a few hundred people to seven thousand. The new icon of the seas, which is coming out first of the year, is immense, but it's got everything you don't even have to go anywhere i mean just get on the ship the ship is, has all the entertainment that is that is the destination you know the slides and the water slides and the and the restaurants and the activities and the sports courts and all that sort of stuff that's going on some of them probably the the most oh some of the more popular ones just because they're a little smaller and they can go to more ports would be kind of a medium-sized one that's more about five thousand guests oh 
So that's yeah, four, four to five. That's like a little small country, like a little is, small community. Like, And so that's why they need so many people. You know, we've got a casino, we've got sports courts, we've got um, just the theaters, obviously, and, and all of this. And obviously, there's cabin attendants that take care of all the rooms for all of those places. And people who just come and clean and the chefs are, you know, that's a whole list in the, in the book of all the jobs of, you know, what you, if you can do it on land and you feel you like want, want to go to sea, give it a shot. I tell you so let's, talk, and let's, talk, and let's talk a little bit about this book. So if anybody yep. wants to get this book, Nancy, where can they get it? Um, you can get it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. You can also request it from uh, your local bookseller. I like to have support the local guys if you can. Um, you just tell them it's work at sea, see the world by Nancy soul. That's my name. S O U L E with an E on it. It's kind of a weird, kind of weird name. Actually it has an accent on it, but then never comes out on a computer. So I just like, I come and go. I have a friend from Mississippi call me Nancy soul, my friend forever. It's like, Oh yeah. I just mean Nancy soul. That's cool. <laughs> I don't always have to be a Soleil. <laughs> I was trying to get that Asante. Is it the Asante you or Asante Grec? That's on your Asante Grave. Asante Grave. See. Asante Grave. See, now I'm French. <laughs> I can speak a little bit of French, guys. I, not much, but I can. But trying to mom. learn the two of them is driving me crazy because I start mixing them up. Like, you know, no aquí aujourd'hui. One's a goo and one's a rack. One's <laughs> <laughs> Spanish and one's French. They don't pick. I do the best I can. <laughs> you can get a lot with done with hand signals and, you know, facial. Right? Yeah. It goes this I way, that it. way, and whatever side you like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excellent job, I believe. <laughs> so, Nancy... We're, we're almost at the end here. Oh no! I'm having really? so much oh. fun. Like I, I mean, like so, so much fun. So we got the traveling in there. We got the living in there. We got, we got the rewards in there. We got the notes and the floats. Um, <laughs> oh, what, what am I missing here? What am I missing? Uh, speaker. We didn't hit the speaker. So you do speaking as well. So is that in virtual, virtual speaking, or is that on stage speaking? How do you do? Oh, that? As the occasion may arise, I'm working on a TED talk. I haven't got, got accepted yet. I haven't really submitted because I'm never home long enough. I'm always, I'm as reticent to even send them in because I think, okay, if they come back and say, oh, yes, we want you. It's like, oh, I might not be here. <laughs> I might be in Rome. <laughs> so I'm working on the talk, but I'm not sure when that's going to happen. But that's, yeah, that's the plan. Mostly because that's that's because of the inclusion of of the way the ship thing worked with the communication and, and how important that is to keep the world balanced and talking to each other. Uh, I love it. And I, and yeah. if you get that Ted talk, if you do take the time to do it, let me know. Cause I want to, I, I want to check it out. Like I want to know. You more. got it. You got it. <laughs> okay. And then you're, you're the ship musician coach. So do you, you said you do that's, some coaching? That's the, well, that's the, that's the notes to float. So, cause what I'm going to do with the program is take everybody through exactly what needs to be done. You know, we can use the the book as a basis. I'll, you know, throw in the book if they join the program, because they need that foundational information. But we're going to go through what it takes to uh, put your package together, what everybody in the group, if you have a band, what they need to know in order to make the attempt to, to get booked. I have connections with the agents and things to, to get them approved and see what I can do about getting a big gig. I love it. 
I, you know, if I could sing and I could carry a tune, I'd be like, Nancy, hello. <laughs> I cannot carry a tune, guys. I cannot sing. Uh, I can serve tea, but I can't sing, guys. That's <laughs> okay. I we have, audience, I have written a song and sang it, but I'm just like, yeah, we're not doing that again. <laughs> well, you know, as a podcaster, you need an audience just as well as you need the players. So they're both equally important. Right. It's, it's, you know, some stuff is just not my cup of tea. And I tried the singing, like I wrote a song and I sang a song. It, it was okay. It was something that I could cross off my bucket list, but I wouldn't do it again. Cause I I'm just, I'm tone deaf. I can't, but you tried. I can't hear myself, but I tried. Yeah. Right. And that's the most important thing is we need to keep trying. We need to get that Absolutely. message out there. Just for go and anything. try it. So Nancy, what final message do you have for all the viewers tonight? Oh my gosh. I'd say just keep your mind open to the opportunities that are out there in the world. I know I've been talking to a lot of um, career coaches and, you know, in, in book marketing, trying to see who wants to dive in and, and check out this sort of life. And I just say, I hope people keep an open mind on what the possibilities are in the world that there, there's a whole, there's a whole world out there. And experiencing other cultures and other countries can be just positively mind-blowing and it just makes you realize how much we all have so much in common so much more than we have in differences i i think that's a really good message you know just get along like let's bring our countries together let's travel together let's see the world you know let's go to the sea and enjoy <laughs> anybody that wants to enjoy a cruise i highly recommend that you check out nancy soul and ask her some questions if, if you have any questions that you didn't get them out tonight and you'd like to get them out you can always reach miss liz and you can reach nancy as well all of her information is on miss liz's youtube channel and all of my Facebook, my LinkedIn, all of that good stuff. And also you can check out Nancy on the website at www.misslizesteatimes.com. She's on there as well. You can check this and watch this replay. You can share this tea time. You can get it out there. And if you're interested in working on the seat, I highly recommend you go see Nancy because she, she, she's the lady to go to. So she does have her book. So Nancy, I'm going to get you to uh, spell out your website for the audio listeners and then we're going to wrap up this tea time and we're going to see everybody in in november for a whole new set of guests well you can reach me two different ways one of them is through my website at http colon slash slash nancy n-a-n-c-y soul s-o-u-l-e dot net or you can hit me up with notes that float program at gmail.com awesome thank you so much nancy i had a blast with you tonight and i went on the sea guys miss liz went on the sea <laughs> and i got a little bit of music a little bit of jive a little thing so nancy you want to close this up with a song oh my gosh catching me off guard um what would you like to hear uh i don't know what you got <laughs> oh there's so many i can't even begin <laughs> Whatever pops in your head, go just <clears throat> follow the sea. By the sea, by the sea, by the beautiful sea. You and me, you and me. Oh, how happy we'll be. Awesome. I love it. And I will see everybody November 2nd with three new guests with three new TEAs. And check them all out. The November guests have been released. They are on the website. 
They are also on Miss Liz's Facebook page. And if you would like to RSVP any of those tea times, go ahead and do that. All you need to do is click on their on their little information on the website and you can RSVP and Miss Liz will send you a quick old message to remind you to come and check out this tea time. Until then, everyone have an amazing weekend and I will see everybody November 2nd for a whole new month of guests for TEAs. Wonderful. Thank you, Liz. This was so 